0: Welcome to the Eskenzi PR Podcast, where we share pearls of wisdom on PR and cybersecurity. Hi, this is Yvonne Eskenzi on our podcast today, all about what makes a great article, which is one of those things that we in PR all need to know how to do. And uh, to help with the fantastic podcast is Beth Smith, who has been at Askenzi PR for a very, very long time and has written many, many articles, five years. (laughs) Hello, Beth. Hello. So, Beth, we're going to talk about what makes a great article. Now, I always think ourselves as having PR toolkits. Um, In our PR toolkit, we have a number of different things in Armoury, one of which is an article. And we produce great articles for our clients every single month. That's what happens. And we know we can place it. Tell me what you think
1: makes a great article. Well, I think anything that's a bit creative, appealing, kind of outside of the box, um, something that challenges kind of modern thinking on something. Um, You know, when people have an opinion about something and they share that opinion, in a very thought out way, it makes a very interesting article or any kind of tips or advice they want to share with people, um, anything that they can take away makes a really good article basis.
0: So pearls of wisdom, Mm -hmm. something that's topical, something that they're going to kind of go, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Okay. So there is a process, isn't there, to article writing. Take us through that whole process.
1: So first with my clients, I kind of get them talking about what's going on in the industry, um, things that they've been thinking about lately. Um, anything that they, you know, they might just have a strong opinion on. And then we kind of identify the spokespeople and you'll know from talking to your clients who makes a good spokesperson, like product manager might be a good one, for example, or the security advocate or the CISO or the CEO, even Um, sometimes they're a bit shy, but you know, you know, when you have a good one Um, and they will just have a great idea that you can identify And then what we normally like to do is interview that person, um, kind of get what they're going to be talking about, what kind of tips people can take away from that. And then we would write that in a pitch instead of kind of doing a full fledged article in the first instance.
0: So the magical word, a pitch. Mm -hmm. Now we know what that means. What does actually writing a pitch mean and what does a pitch look like?
1: So a pitch would look like if you were to take your spokesperson and say, this is what makes this person really interesting. This is why you're going to want to read this piece. There might be, you know, three to five bullet points on what people are going to learn or take away from the article. And I think getting those across succinctly in about 100, 150 words for kind of a synopsis to an article um, works really well for publications. And then you can send that into the editors. They say, yeah, I love it. I want to have it. And then you go away and write that article and they might have some input of their own to give.
0: So I know when I'm writing a pitch, I always say this is on a first come first serve basis mm-hmm. because there's nothing that annoys a journalist more <laughs> than you writing to hundreds of them and just saying, here, yeah. I've got this great article. Do you want it? How do you get over that whole fact of trying to make sure that you make it look exclusive? because? well, we're going to go and talk about SEO, aren't we? That's mm-hmm. that's the whole point, isn't it?
1: Mhm. So yeah, we would like to say, you know, we'll write it to your word count. We'll write it to any specifications that you have um, because SEO, as you're going to talk about, it does play a huge part and has changed things so much in just the last even five, 10 years in PR.
0: Okay, so that dreaded word, SEO. <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. When I used to, oh, you know, I've been doing this, banging this for over, Two, two blinking decades. When I used to write an article, I used to be able to get it placed near on 40 to 50 times in different publications. I mean, just even thinking about that now is just insane. <laughs> and you just can't do that. The real sad thing is, no way, <laughs> the really sad thing is you can only write one article and it gets placed once, doesn't it? Why yes. is that?
1: Um, just the way Google changed things. Um, so if you've got the same headline again and again that will penalize that content which is very bad for the publication obviously you're writing for and they won't thank you for it in the future um, if it comes up so yeah there are ways around it but yeah as you know you can take one article um, and kind of do it a few different times it might be a different vertical sector publication um, It might just be tailoring it just a bit changing those headlines changing the Um, sub headlines um, and changing the words around a bit and maybe the structure Uh, you can get away with the same themes um, but the same article is a big no-no these days
0: (laughs) so you could probably take one good piece of content that's one good article and then you could maybe place it five times is that really like a like that's an optimistic look at it, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. It will take. It will take work. It takes work to to yeah. do that now. So whereas before, you could write the one article and have it go, you know, forty different times. No, <laughs> no more. it's not, and it would take a bit of work to kind of. And I think for the rewrites and for doing that, it's always useful to have somebody else do it so if there's two of you on an account three of you on an account get someone to write the original article and then have your colleague go back through it and change it to what they think that will make it different enough I think that's a good tip. And what about using it across different
0: platforms because you know to make a good article you need a good idea right Mm -hmm. and then you turn that good idea into a great article Mm -hmm. but once you've done it and you know like I said once upon a time it would appear in multiple publications I suppose on the on the flip side the good positive side you can actually use an article um, and actually put different legs onto it can't you
1: so with digital now and all across social media there's so many different things that you can do with those kind of ideas so you could turn it into more of a campaign where you create you know various blogs you can create a blog series on one kind of topic You could do podcasts, videos, um, share stuff on social media, kind of have an overarching theme. Um, And with digital, that makes it easier, but it's not straight PR, but it will help them um, and it will help get your point across in a very cohesive way.
0: But it does actually help with SEO, actually, going back to that again, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. if you put a podcast up or you put a video up mm-hmm. and, you, and then you tweet it on all the different social media channels, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, LinkedIn, fabulous, isn't it? Yes. Just one good piece of article yeah. content can go a long, long way, can't it? Yes,
1: yeah.
0: We're, we're talking about cybersecurity, obviously. How many publications um, do tend to take articles these days?
1: Um, within our sector, I think uh, it varies, but there's kind of around fifteen kind of computing security magazines. Um, but then, obviously, if you add into that all the different verticals, it can, you know, it can go up there into the thirties and forties.
0: Amazing, but we are looking at publications that take our articles for our clients, uh, from the likes of Forbes, Information Security SC, um, IT Security Guru, IT Pro Portal, Information Age. Intelligence, CISO, computing, and then of course you've got the technical publications, haven't you? Which which want things written slightly different way, don't they?
1: Yeah. So the more technical, in-depth pieces, it's it's a bit more difficult for PR people to write. I would think so. You'd have to find that technical person within the organisation who can get across these ideas succinctly and in a way that makes sense to a wider. Um, group of people but yeah and you can get these technical articles that will be like two thousand words or more um with supporting images and graphs um so yeah and that would be more in the likes of computer fraud and security and network security they tend to take those so you just mentioned graphs
0: and uh, pictures and things like that i'm a real believer i don't like reading matters um anymore but i do like looking at pictures (laughs) um (laughs) and they say a a good photo good picture tells a thousand words um, how often do we use good pictures or do you think pictures are very, very important to, to replace or, or to run alongside an article or an opinion piece?
1: Yeah, I think they are, and I think everyone's kind of sick of seeing that little lock <laughs> that we all know of for security. Um, or, the or, the it, hoodie, uh, or the little hoodie, or the little hoodie man with all the, all the little... And yep. he- yeah, um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's good to be a bit more creative with the pictures. And then again, that can help with your SEO, depending on how you label the picture Um so it can it can be a really good support for an article
0: and infographics i mean i hate yes. to, i hate infogra- i hate those boring infographics yeah, but
1: infographics have to serve a purpose so if you've got a good article and it's supported by an infographic you wouldn't say oh i just hate infographics for the sake of it you, you know it'd be a good support to that story
0: yeah and infographics have got a good part to play in different stories i know mm-hmm. i mean there are fantastic images apart from infographics but i don't like boring images good <laughs> good ones nice photos cartoons i would love to do a good cartoon and they're always great fun aren't they <laughs> yeah. and taking your own photographs get a get a good photographer takes some good photos so what's yeah. the good what's what's the lead time for most articles being published
1: um i would say it varies on the pu- publication but i would say within kind of three to six weeks from the whole process you'll have the article published
0: okay so um what are the do's and the don'ts to writing a good article
1: so the do's, I mean, we kind of talked about this, but write a good pitch, write a good, clear pitch about what people are going to take away. Um, another do, for example, is doing your homework about the publication that you're pitching to. Um, so so know the audience, know who you're writing to, um, and then make it interesting so the reader has some actionable advice, tips, um, and good takeaways.
0: So tell me what are the don'ts to writing uh, an opinion piece?
1: So I would say don't take it from your marketing material um, write a good article on an opinion. Use it to sell your people and those people's expertise and not your products, because nobody will be interested in your products to read a thousand words on your products um, <laughs> and services. So use it as an opportunity to really sell those spokespeople and give your brand a bit of personality. And offer loads of pearls of wisdom that make the,
0: everyone that reads it go, wow, okay. this is amazing. Yeah. So they want to come back for more. Yeah. So it's, a, it's all about creating talking heads, experts, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. And the final don't is don't try and get it published more than once as it will just hurt your SEO and very much annoy a journalist if they find out.
0: And uh, my don't is never go and pay for an article or a opinion piece to be published. Certainly not in the UK. If it's good, it will stand on its own legs. If it's bad, it won't. But never, ever go and pay out money. So if your PR agency come around to you and say, oh, I've, I can place this in a publication – never do that that's called advertising very very big difference and of course that changes from region to region in germany though uh, very often we work with the german publications there and you have to sometimes pay to get um an article placed and it's actually worth paying because the publication is fantastic so it does change from region to region um that's all that was really great thank you beth You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Next week, we're going to talk about the big debate around press releases. Are they dead? Are they alive? What's the changing face of them? So remember to tune in then. Have a good week.